watched most of this episode while looking at my phone doing other things, which seems to be the pattern of my watching of The Walking Dead lately. I, you know, in the first four or five seasons, like, I couldn't look away because it was so exciting. And I just grew up watching the Romero zombie movies, and I was so glad there's Romero zombie movies forever, and it's completely continuing. But, you know, I think sometime after season five, uh, I I forgot the specific point when the show jumped the shark for me. It might have been, I don't even remember. It's been so long, I don't even remember. It might have been when they met the Oceanside people or the Garbage people. or It was probably before that when they added some, like, just weird, too many characters and some weird comedy in it. So, um... So most of this episode I watched while doing other things because it was just so uninteresting. I I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't care what happened to them. I didn't care about the the fair. But there were some characters who were intriguing. The the Whisperers are intriguing. Alpha is intriguing. Lydia, the Lydia storyline is very, very intriguing. So that's good. But, you know, even the characters who I love in the book, Ezekiel, um... Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel is great in the book, but I don't care about him on the show. Um, Jesus was is great in the book. I didn't care about him on the show. Um, so, so the episode was just going on. Again, I can half pay attention to it and still know what's happening. Again, didn't care, didn't care. And then uh, a friend of mine semi-spoiled the show for me. And... Normally, I'd be very angry, but with Walking... I, I still kind of was angry, but but with this, Walking Dead, I don't care that much about the show. I'm like, oh, okay, so I know what they're going to do in this episode because it's based on the book. So I'm going to do some comic book spoilers, too. Now, in the comic book, when this happened, uh, the, the, the main heads on the spikes, from what I remember, it was Ezekiel, and Ezekiel was with Michonne, and Michonne was away for a long time. She was on a boat, and that's probably what's going to happen to Denai Guerrera because she's leaving the show. Um, but that, I, I think that's what, that, what the story And then she came back, and then she found that Ezekiel was dead, and Rosita was, was one of them, too. So, so that, was, that was a major thing, along with, with some other characters, um, and I don't really remember the other ones, but those were, like, the main ones. So it was like, whoa! And <clears throat> the good part about this episode was that it did that. It, at first, had, you know, some minor characters. It's like, okay, it's this kid. It's it's Brett Butler from the show Grace Under Fire. So it was great to see. I, I She was, uh, Frankie, her character's name was, I think. It was great to see Brett Butler acting again, because I know she had some troubles, but she had a, a, a pretty popular show in the 90s, so it, she was very good on Walking Dead. Um, so that was a character who, you know, you kind of got to know and like. Some of the characters you didn't care about, like, the, the Highwaymen were a bunch of red shirts. You know, who cares that the Highwaymen died? Um, and then you had some, you know, some just supplemental characters. It's like, okay. Um... So the the big ones, though, you had Tara, and I was never a fan of Tara on the show. And I think they're doing this just to, to trim the fat a little bit. There are way too many characters. You want to concentrate on the main ones. So Tara was like, oh, like I kind of felt a little happy. I'm like, oh, yeah, no more Tara, all right. I mean, the, the actress was good. You know, she was just doing her best with what was provided. So nothing against Alana Ma- uh, Masters. That's Alana Masterson, yes, uh, who, who played her. Nothing. It's just it's the writing that, that wasn't good. Um, and then Enid, 
was a shock. And again, Enid was one of those characters when she got on the show. You know, it was interesting. When Enid was first on the show, I thought she was going to be from The Whisperers. I thought she was going to be the Lydia because she had the relationship with Carl. In the book, Carl is still alive. And he has the, I think it's the relationship with, with Lydia. And the book just fleshes out, the pardon the pun, fleshes out the characters so much better. So, <clears throat> um, so when Eno was like, oh, Enid, all right, whoa. And then you got to Henry. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, because I thought Henry was going to be the Carl replacement. So Judith most likely will be the Carl replacement. I don't like the direction they're going with Judith. Um, I don't find that she's a typical child and that's not to say children don't behave like Judith. Maybe there are. She just, the way she's written, and again, the actress is good. The way that Judith is written just seems way too smart for an eight or nine-year-old. And again, there, there might be smart eight or nine-year-olds out there, but if there are, it's got to be very rare because I don't know of any or I haven't read about any. If anyone knows like an eight or nine-year-old as smart as Judith who can, you know, figure out Negan and negotiate with Negan and and just very, very much adult. So I hope, and and I like that there's a Judith because in the book, she died. In the book, like as a baby, she was killed with, with Lori. It was a terrifying scene. So I want Judith to be on the show. Because I want to see the child's perspective of growing in this world. As a child, this is the only world Judith knows. So I guess maybe a justification for Judith being so smart is it's the kind of world this is now and you got to grow up fast. Maybe. I, but then all the other kids would probably act like Judith too. So, but I, I hope the character just takes a little bit of a turn a little bit. Like have the kid be a kid um, and kill Jerry. Jerry, it's just so annoying. It's just not funny. It's annoying. That was a terrible comedy bit at the beginning with the fair and the name. It's just, oh, you're not endearing me to these characters. God damn you, Walking Dead. So anyway, so Enid uh, and then Henry. So it was one of those episodes where I was like, ooh, finally at the end because I knew it was coming because my friend basically spoiled it. I was like, oh, ooh, all right. So, so that in itself was good. You know, Carol is such a tragic character. One of the best, probably the best episodes of The Walking Dead was like the flowers episode where she had the, the kids look at the, 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 the young girl look at the flower and Carol killed the girl, which was so disturbing. And then the Sophia episode where it shows the children dying. And I find that interesting because the episode of The Walking Dead where Michonne had to kill the children, I, I, I wasn't as disturbed by it because I don't think... I was that invested in the characters. Now, I'm disturbed by children dying, even fictional children, don't get me wrong. It's still, you know, I understand the dramatic weight to it, but there, there, there was just something missing with that where it was like, all right, cool. I mean, not cool, but whatever. It just, it, I'm just not invested. So regardless of what happens, it's like, oh, that's terrible, but I don't care about these characters. So um, ending was well done. The very ending, though, with the uh, Sadiq speech, so cheesy. Walking Dead has some really cheesy moments, and this was like Hollywood win one for the Gipper kind of rah-rah speech where it's like, we fought, and they fought until the end. You know, it's just so cliche and so predictable. And again, just cheesy. So, um, 
you know, every show is going to have the big bad guy to face, especially with Walking Dead. It kind of becomes formulaic. This is the person they face because there's going to be a war and they do this. And then through that, you know, the characters develop. Um, so I don't mind about that. I, I, the, the whispers, though, bring on a new dynamic for a villain. Alpha is just a very interesting character as far as trying to suppress the emotion. And, and it's such a, uh, a dictatorship she's under. So it, with the fact that she's not free to do anything either because God forbid she shows emotion, you know, she can be taken over. You know, it's that whole myth of the alpha thing that they're trying to do with, uh, with humans, you know, because that whole thing with alpha males and wolves was a myth. So they're trying to do that with, uh, with humans. So I, I, get, I get what the, the show is trying to do, you know, trying to show dominance and all that, you know. But, you know, in, in a just and fair and, and successful society, everybody contributes their strengths. And everybody has strengths and everybody has weaknesses. And, you know, you make up for, for one another because we're all in this together. But, yeah, it would be terrible to live under, under Alpha. But it's good, the relationship between Alpha and Beta, um, and to see where that's going. I kind of know where it's going, and I liked it in the book. So we'll see, you know how far it strays from that. So um, special effects were great. You know, it kind of reminds me of Day of the Dead. Uh, like Greg Nicotero, spoiler for Day of the Dead, the 1985 George Romero classic. Greg Nicotero was very, very young. One of the first movies he's worked on as a special effects artist. And he had a role in the movie too. And there was a part where he gets his head chopped off and the head is, you know, it's, it's an animatronic head of Greg Nicotero, and you see the mouth moving. Now, I, I don't know if these heads were animatronic. They look like they were, but they look great, and you still saw the mouths moving. So just very disturbing visual. So it'll be cool to see where they go next, especially with Michonne leaving. It's just, you got it. So it's going to be like a Carol and Daryl show, which is fine. Like, I like these characters. So, um, and I think that's probably why Ezekiel's still alive, because you need another character to kind of ground Carol and, you know, it's a character that we know because they're all just dying. they got to build up new characters because the show is at the point where it's like most of the original characters are leaving. you got to get to know the new ones already, you know, especially with Tara. She was there for a while. She's gone. Eugene is just intolerable, so I'm glad he's just not on the show that much. He Talk about not being you – know, talk about Judith not being a real kid. Uh, or like uh, descriptive of a real life child. I don't know anybody who even acts like a Eugene or talks like a Eugene. Like, again, I consider myself pretty well read. If there's someone who's like a Eugene out there, please let me know. I just, I can't relate to the character at all. I don't like the character at all. It's just, he's annoying to have him on the screen. And again, it's nothing against the actor. He's just using what was written in the script and the character maybe he developed or, you know, the, the showrunners and the directors developed. So not a fan of that either. So, and I haven't really been a fan of Walking Dead this season for a while. There have been some great episodes. Uh, I think it was the season premiere of this season that I really liked when they were in, it seems like 10,000 years ago, like when they were in Washington, D.C. and they stole, they, they took, you know, Rick was still alive. So that was good, but it's more misses than hits. So hopefully they'll get on the right track and, you know, whatever. There's some – it's a zombie thing and I just it, – it's stale. It's it's for the most part stale. I'll stick with it. I don't know why. Uh, I guess I do. I don't know. It's on, the, on in the background. It's good noise. But maybe it will get promoted to a non-background show. We'll see. Sure. All right. Great. Anyway. Um, and I forgot to do the plugs. So here they are plugs in uh i'm not doing this on the same day i did the podcast because it's three in the morning my goodness why do i go to bed so late 
So here are the plugs real quick. I'm on Twitter at M-M-A-M Podcast, on Facebook at M-M-A-M Podcast, uh, and you can email me at M-M-A-M Podcast at gmail.com. So until next time, everybody, have a good one. Bye.